Welcome. Welcome to the evening mm-hmm. tickler with Stephen Julian and a very special guest that will need some explaining. This is a broadcast that we're doing remote. Um, Julian and I got bored with this delayed spring and we flew to Bari, Italy. We ate some pork product and then decided to get on a motorboat and we went across the Adriatic to this little Balkan um, country that has never been invaded. It's had a, uh, its own integrity, and we're broadcasting from there. What's Mon- it called? It's oh. Montenegro. You're oh, there. You're, with, Montenegro you're there with thing. me right now. Yeah, I know. I know. I but know. as we got into the fjord. In the old days, they had a big iron chain that they would stretch across the lip of the uh, fjord to keep the enemies out. And uh, and we saw sitting on that rock what we thought initially was She's the making Danish, hand signals at me. The, uh, yeah, okay. the Danish mermaid. Ah. But it wasn't a mermaid. It was a oh, we picked her up because she was she looked a little bit distressed and uh, and and her and she said her name is Ellen and she looked kind of Scandinavian and, and Danish and appropriate and and so she wanted to broadcast with us from the shores of um, this beautiful fjord it is the southernmost fjord in the world and it's just beautiful it's uh, surrounded by old Roman ruins and Russian oligarchs are now taking over and we're broadcasting live uh, can you hear the the waves washing in <laughs> and and the seagulls squawking. Uh, Julian, throw what a piece that? of throw a piece of that focaccia <laughs> up in the air and listen to those seagulls squawk. No, no, no. I'm pouring the lambrusco. <laughs> oh, I sound very strange. Do you sound strange to you, sir? But we're going to have a little picnic here on the shores of the uh, Balkan Peninsula. And uh, and and enjoy the the joy of joy. But we've got this special guest named Ellen, and we know nothing about her. And it's kind of exciting to be with a stranger and, uh, and find out what's what. Um, what did you think, Ellen, when we were sailing by and you were waving? I, you looked a little frantic. What was going on? Save me. <laughs> oh, you were the one who wanted Damn to be so. saved. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we thought maybe you would be able to tell us where we could park the boat. Um, and you did. And... Uh, so there's nothing more exciting than to get together with people that, that both know and, and don't know each other because all sorts of interesting things happen when you ask the stupid question like, how did you get there on that rock? Were you abandoned? I mean, it, you couldn't get off it. Somebody must have thrown you off their boat. Did you do something wicked and horrible? Are you a spy? I, I jumped off a boat, swam to the rock, uh-huh. and clung onto it uh-huh. and felt... Very secure in that position. Is that what you've been doing your whole life? Could be. Clinging. <laughs> a little bit like that. Are you a clinging person? Uh, aren't we all at some point? Wait, wait, no, you're not allowed to turn away from that mic. Oh. Yeah. You're Pre- not allowed pretend. <laughs> oh, it's not a mic. Pretend it's your cocktail. What is it? What's our analogy for right. it today? It's like, yeah, the, all right, let's, uh, not, yeah. let's not a, do that. It's a burrito. Right. That you're, and you're starving. Well, yeah, uh, clinging onto a rock is a wonderful feeling. Is that what you do? Is that what we're all doing at the moment? Are we? Is that, what, that rock is that what we're doing in Delaware County? Wait, are you, are you full time? Delaware, are you full time? Not Montenegro. Are you full time? Uh, are you full time in the Catskills? Part time. Oh, you're part time. I'm here more and more. But oh, so the rest of the stuff is down in Westchester. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, right. so enough of the subterfuge. Um, Alan Crawford is a jewelry designer, dancer, artist, uh, soulful human being. And uh, we're all here tonight with the sun out. Oh, my goodness. It's just uh, beautiful. Look at that sun. Stunning. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, those those months that we have just gone dark immediately, is, it's not going to happen. We can start to lift it up a little bit. Well, every, like the, the everything changed of today. Spring. Yeah. Everything changed today. I mean, not only did it spring forward and whatever the, it, it did. Oh, the oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. The did you finally come out? Uh, yeah, no, I drove up today or whatever, but it, it did feel like a little bit of a watershed day, yeah? Maybe just uh, something or whatever. By I, the time I arrived, the snow had melted on my path down yeah, to the house well, or whatever. Speak for yourself. I still got all of my farm equipment stuck in this awful snow. Oh, is so it all, things are it's still like, the same. Oh, so you're in that state like when you find the old, uh, like the kids' toys that <laughs> were abandoned in the fall and they're sticking mm. out of the or snow. Subtracted. No, Westchester had all of the snow and the outage, the power outage. Yeah, I guess nightmare. we didn't. That last one we didn't get so bad. Yeah. That's we the got the one before. Delaware County Electric Co op was true to keeping the up. NYSEG, not so good. Yeah. But uh, our right of ways are fabulous, and so we didn't mm. suffer too much, did we? Yeah, I should have stayed up here. Going south, yeah, there was no water, no electricity. Yeah, yeah. What's well, you know like? what? You have to have Is that like being in the Balkans? <laughs> a little bit like that. <laughs> yeah. Just no. clinging to a rock? <laughs> Couldn't find the rock. Um, did you have a, uh, what do they call it, a generator? Did we finally a, got a generator. Yeah. Only three days in, but we got one. So it's a wait, wait, wait. So three days. Yeah, everybody has wells, so your water doesn't work. You have wait, no water. in Westchester? Yeah. You guys have wells and septic tanks and well, stuff. Well, in in Pound Ridge, we do. Everybody has a little private well, and there's lots of little ponds. It's, it's a fancy. So. It's a kind of fancy place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you deserve everything you got. I needed to find. You know what? Sometimes you have to take a poo in a pot just to just to join us in Delaware County. It it made me wonder what what we. That's what we do all the time. Got rid of outhouses. I mean, they 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 had a purpose. Yeah, they did have a purpose, but you wouldn't use them. Yeah, but it's nice. It's nice when the pretty. But you're you're back here in God's country where Just things are operating beautiful. the yeah. way they should. Yeah. Um, you, you're part of that thing, yeah. You're part of the. The PR machine that says that where we are is just the most stunning. We're so lucky to be in the place that we're in up here. Are you part of that? Well, you know, when you see that stuff online on Facebook or whatever, where everybody's like beautiful sure Catskills, blah blah blah. I'm, I'm saying, sure. are you part of the? <laughs> are you part of the cult? Is what I'm asking. I don't think so. I feel, uh, I don't think I am Julian. But I'm you just start. I'm enjoying the beauty. I'm enjoying the beauty. All right, but do you lionize it? And do you do, when you're online and stuff, are you one of the people who's like, no. oh my God, just so lucky to be here? And like, we live in the most beautiful place in the world. But you know that whole bunch of people exist, yeah? Oh, you read yeah. it and you see it. Oh, yeah. But you don't chip in. I, I don't think so. I'm going to check know. next time. Yeah, you should. I'm going to pay more attention to your I'm Facebook sort of post. I'm actually you. hiding under my rock in Hamden and enjoying it. No, but you're on social media and stuff. A little bit. <laughs> You know, I've been told I should have a stronger presence. Um, I always, I never quite know what that means. That means you should litter more. There's, there's not enough litter by the side of the information highway, uh, and you need to like throw that. more um, McDonald's containers out. I, I think, Ellen, you know, I've always gotten the idea that you, you're a hoverer with your wingtips, those, those little angelic wings that you have out of your ah, shoulders, sweet. and it's a metaphor, of course, but mm-hmm. you, you do. You, you might not travel far, but everybody can feel your flutter, uh, which ah, is Steve. better than just like beating people <laughs> over the head. This is with, why you come here. This is why the, you uh, come here. Uh, well, th- there is a certain. I'd I, love to I tell love you that he doesn't here. say this to everybody. Well, well, that's one of maybe you remember that. That was one of the things that I use when I'm working with people when they talk about their wings and their back and to contract them slightly so it opens up your. For chest. what? For what? 
to open up your sternum. Why do you want? Why do you want to? What is it, it that you? Helps your posture. It's a physical approach. You're talking about a dance thing, posture. or you're talking about a healing thing now? Uh, exercise. So is that something? Why? But you? Why? Why do you talk to people about their sternums and stuff? What is it that you're doing? I, I teach uh, exercise. I teach an exercise program that I put together with a couple of physical therapists many, many years ago in the city. And I started working with people. My background is that I was a classically trained yeah, I can dancer. See, I can see that. And, and then mm -hmm. I put together this program once I came to New York that seemed to take off and people really liked it. And I, and I was very... Oh, was it really successful? I think it was successful in the way that it, it reached out to people. It made sense to people and they called well, must me be. back. So. Well, it must be. For somebody to admit that it's successful, it must be more, even more successful than you're admitting to. Well, no, you're not allowed to talk at me. You have to talk at that. Well, Somehow we have to talk how do obliquely. we measure success? You know? well, this is what you have to We have to move that around so that you can actually look at me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, How yeah, would one like, measure success is always a question, you know. Well, I think Steve would, st Steve would measure it very uh, you, you Would have, you like me to measure it for you? Let me get out my success measurement tape. <laughs> well, is it, um, your, yours is pretty just empirical, yeah? You no, just, well, mine's you very, just apply dollars, don't you? Mine's, mine's very simple. This is my measure of success, um, that you get invited uh, to a Pina Bausch concert at BAM by a, a lovely woman who knows how movement works. And you sit there and you witness something. This is success Which one? For me. Wh which show? That last thing? No, this was years ago. Uh, years 30 years, years ago, yeah. I think. And Pina Bausch was new on the scene and an extraordinary experimental uh, high concept. A lot humor, of leaning, a lot of leaning. A lot of high concept. Leaning? And there was this one point <laughs> where so um, true. there was just like, this, Stop leaning. The stage, the stage was empty. There was one chair. And this woman walks out on it and sits down. And it's like when a jazz piece drops a beat and you just everything, you pay a lot of attention. And she sits down. And she's got this bottle of soda. Oh, it's that it. one. Cafe, cafe whatever. She shakes cafe the soda. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she lifts the cheek and opens the mm. bottle at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I've seen it. Psh, out and and everybody kind of is appalled and snickers at the same time that's successful drama when you can spellbound with uh, an anatomical fart noise mm. an elitist audience i i think that that is it's funny though us. i mean i don't know whether it, it, i guess we just talk about what we're going to talk about because i went to see they just they just kind of reprised that with the right of spring at Bam. The Rise of Spring, what she did. Oh, my God. She has passed. So they did, yeah, so they did those two, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the front and the what back. A, what a program. So I went on the opening night. Yeah, but, you know, the funny thing is, uh, I mean, the audience were on fire, and yeah. the audience even in the lobby were on fire. Everybody was in that state where they're like, oh, my God, I'm here. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're looking at each mm -hmm. other, and Barishnikov's there, and, you know, everybody, mm -hmm. kind of, everybody looks like you. <laughs> you know, all the women look like you. <laughs> And all the men are kind of short, <laughs> they're the, same, the version or whatever. But, you know, it's uh, bohemian people, moustaches, whatever. But like, oh. no, She's an enormous. But i got to say, as a slight downer on it, i got to say, like, you, you know, we've seen, the, you know, that thing is not shocking anymore. That leaning slow, that, that thing that they do, that kind of, well, where you're like, wait, where, mm. you're kind of waiting for some fireworks. Well, it's, and it's, it's, it's interesting, Julian, because just what we were discussing just before we went on air about how the power of real honesty. Yeah. Um, well, that was that less. What, I mean, she, this woman, she gets what she does on stage, the way they work together, um, you're getting the brutal, straightforward, 
honesty. I feel like that production, because it was that it was that woman playing. It was also, I don't know, some of her special people mm-hmm. or whatever. So there was a whole thing. It was a bit like seeing, you know, it was a whole thing of like the right people, those right two pieces, mm-hmm. which are the the most famous pieces. So everybody got together, and there's a little bit of like Emperor's New Clothes about it. Well, I'm wondering. Actually, I was thinking about it the other day. I was wondering what is to become of her. Company, her, leg- uh, in, her legacy, in Wuppertal, yeah, the German, you know, the Pina Bausch company, because she has passed, has been gone now. She died at sixty, and they were putting together a movie, which I think they did were able to finish. That was with vendors, yeah, and, or, or yeah. somebody like that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I think it's out. I think it's been been and gone. But what happens to her? I mean, they're going to just keep redoing the dances, like with the Graham Company. They kept redoing them, and after a while, well, I think what, what ha- happens to the art? Well, I think what, what happens to it what, is and, and does it draw you to go and see it? I'm and I, I've thought, well, how fickle of you. I mean, she, you know, I, I, of course you should go and see it. And I thought, but she's not. She wasn't there at the rehearsal. So there's this part of me pulling back, and and I just don't know what the answer is to that. Really. Well, I think what happens. Isn't that what happens to any of those? I mean, it's different with something like the Royal Shakespeare Company or something, but something that's attached to a particular figure. Mm-hmm. Um, inevitably, I think you've got a period of time after they die where there's a nostalgia thing, mm-hmm. where they're like, we're carrying on the legacy of Pina Bausch or whatever. Yeah, so there's all authentic. of that going on. And that happened yeah. in theatre with Grotowski mm-hmm. or with the Stanislavski Company or all of those kind of people. But inevitably, what happens is over a period of time, the nostalgia aspect, you know, because they're not there. It isn't. It, it's uh, at a certain point. It's a. Um, it's not a pastiche or a parody, but it's a. It's a tribute. Yeah. It, it, I, and so there's only so many times mm-hmm. that you're going to watch a, 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 what's supposed to be an, an innovation or mm-hmm. an innovative company doing a tribute, and that's I think what I was saying about those two shows mm. is it felt like a tribute to a thing that is. That felt a little hackneyed to me. Mm. It felt like we'd seen the people as, you know, the, the groups well, of people. Well, I think, I think there's plenty of uh, people out there who will benefit immensely from seeing this, these performances of hers in 20, 50 years. From no, I think so. what's useful about it, honestly, I think what's useful about it is the, the star power of that, the nostalgic star power and the mm. fact that it is kind of a tribute. Mm. No, wait, 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 wait. Nearly done. Yeah, nearly done. No, nearly oh, done. No, the star power of this, no, this applies more broadly. Mm-hmm. This applies more broadly. The star power of that maintains an audience who are going to go because they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go and see Pina Bausch next mm. week or whatever. Mm. And so that gives a, a little window of opportunity for the next series of innovators to use the star power of what came before mm. to do something new, whereby people then forget about Pina Bausch and start talking about I whatever. Forget about I think she that had, uh, Pina Bausch and the and entire idea... Yeah. He, he's talk, is he talking about something? I hear somebody else speaking. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's... <laughs> I've been listening to the two of you gab about uh, nonsense. Come on, nonsense. we can bore we can bore the audience of the Catskills. I mean, what you know else what, they got to do? They're like they're, they're, sitting with, they're sitting with their hands down the front of their trousers. They got nothing. Dance to do. studio needs to. They need to reinvent and transmute the classics, which have just become a shell of them. Would you like another glass of Pina Bausch over here? I have, a, what, I have a glass yeah, of Pina Bausch. Well, that's exactly it. What has to happen mm. is that that entire thing needs to be made into a new soft drink. It, it needs to be napalm. No, no. If it was made into a fizzy drink. A pina bausch? Yeah. A yeah. pina bausch. Like a pina colada and a pina bausch. And it bausch. would go really well with an artisanal sandwich served in Williamsburg. I remember one thing. She back, should be pina bausch. for a minute. <laughs> um, what was really fun for me, Steve, that night is when I remember going and, you know, the reaction of someone who's not a dancer. 
and what you saw and that I didn't even see. Yeah. And I found that fantastic. Oh, for me, it was uh, it was transfiguring because yeah. um, you introduced me to some language that I had never seen or heard spoken mm-hmm. before, and it was powerful yeah. for me. Uh, and I'll never forget that it was. Um, you had been my personal trainer, and oh, is that what you guys spring from? Yeah, that's kind of where we. I don't even know how we got introduced, but um, somebody I was. Worked. Somebody at your work. At my work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so these are in your like heady. Yeah. And right. I, and where I, you're like, you know what I need? I need a personal trainer. Well, no, I mean, you were there because oh, I was, was totally drinking like and smoking and working 18 right, hours right, a day. Yeah. And without <laughs> in a Tribeca Ellen grill. Me, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, mostly Rowles. <laughs> but without, <laughs> without Ellen there, I would have fallen apart. Oh, and, my God. And she, what she talked about in terms of her method of training and so on, it was all just body weight and movement. There weren't in it, no funny stuff, but her conversation about how she, uh, not only the work itself, why we were doing it, what it meant and how it came to be. She talked about her life and, and I, and I really started to notice the person behind the work, Ellen, and she's been a friend forever. And she disappeared for a long time and then popped up here. Where did you disappear? Popped up here in our mountains, like all of the space. Oh, that was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't keeping in contact? No. No, I mean, every, everything, I mean, everything, everybody went in all different directions. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, there was a time there, I was living in Westchester, and there was a time when I felt, I started thinking back to several people in my life that meant so much to me to, uh, by just their vision and how they lived their lives. He was one? He was one of them. Blimey. Who would think? (laughs) It was a while ago, though. How far we have fallen. (laughs) You you have met me on the nadir of the roller coaster. You know, people keep telling me about this version. I'm like, all I've got is like the is is the kind of tramp on his knees version. Uh, I wish I'd been around during the nineties. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So so yeah. So I needed. I at a certain point, I felt I needed to find a retreat for myself. And uh, how'd you find here? Uh, <laughs> social media. <laughs> social media found it led you here. I found the actual digs where I could actually make it happen. Yeah. On social media. Yeah. You mean you Facebook. had other friends who were in Facebook saying you should come here? Nobody told me I should come here. Well, what do you I mean then? I I looked around at lots of options. I was in for a couple of years. I went to Hudson. I got. I went to a. Uh, How'd you I miss found, out on Hudson? Hudson was just a charming town. I loved. Hudson and a friend of mine that I had known thirty years ago is an established yoga. Why didn't you do teacher. that? I did. I you did. are in Hudson. No, I did that for. <laughs> You're like everywhere simultaneously. I did that for a year. I got my yoga certification in Hudson. In Hudson, with this woman that I knew thirty years ago, and who I just thought the world of, and I just started following, you know, these and doing these other, the, following the leads of people that I really admired. Steve was one of them. This woman in Hudson was one of them, and then a couple of others, and it just led me to great explorations and wonderful things. I was in Hudson the other night because I went over to see Ollie and Steve and on the way I drove through mm-hmm. and it was whatever night it was. Of, I don't know, but it was cold and whatever. But you can walk up and down the um, Warren Street. Warren Street. You can pick from nine different... Like, yeah. uh, there are people walking their dogs up and down. It looks like a normal yeah. town. That's a nice... It's a nice... It looks like a normal people town. People are great. What I love about Warren Street is the how people... Uh, 
the storefronts, how they present themselves. That it's so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she's determined. She's determined to talk at the, oh, towards sorry, the sorry. wall. Eat the burrito. I'm, I'm Eat the burrito. We're gonna, you know, for the second half, let's get one of those um, tape, uh, horse, horse uh, <laughs> things. <laughs> but that, that is Ellen. She expresses herself physically. She moves around. She's a mover and a shaker. Right, right, and, right. Uh, but there's also an avoidance thing going on there because this thing's freaking well, around. She, but the, the saving grace is that she clings to rocks, and so she can be trained to cling to the microphone. Right, right, right. Um, well, it, this, this is something that we talk about quite often to the point where it's not worth talking about. It. But it's not the, the all <laughs> Which roads, should be the name of our show, really. The, yeah, this worthless talking about this because we've beaten this dead cat uh, to a point where we can slide it under a door. Every All roads lead to Rome, if you will. You've tried the rest, now try the best kind of stuff. But we end up here, and uh, the reasons aren't straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, in, the, in these funny uh, ways, people that have had connections and people that share connections that are yet to be discovered that belong to each other show up here. Is and, that what happens? Uh, what do you think? You know, that hasn't happened to me. I like the idea. I like the idea of being that you or haven't here found or your people here. Well, or that or the, this kind of weird center of gravity thing where you're like, wait, excuse yeah. me, what are you doing here? Yeah, but Julian, a lot of people think you are at the center, the if you will, the chocolate core of the Tootsie Pop. Oh, that's all. Uh, if that was ever true, and I'm not sure it, it is. was, people talk about. He's that. such you're, a humble guy. Oh my God! No, when I say just, I, I just know watch Julian. that explode this year. Just watch, <laughs> just watch that disappear. <laughs> oh my God! Well, last evening, am, for I'm example, it, last <laughs> evening it was so it was wonderful with the uh, crock pot. Uh, Cook- in, oh, were you there in, at the Crock-Pot? Did you go last night? I went. Who won my wonderful. piece of art? A woman that I think she was, uh, yeah. she was an Indian oh, yeah. woman. I didn't, I didn't know who oh, she was. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, she yeah. Was, What? No, she lives she was, up Pink Street. She's a mathematician. She Is she? Yeah. We have an Indian, Indian mathematician up Pink Street? Uh, we need to. If, only the, if no. only the town was really like what it sounds like. This is, when no, you describe it on amazing, the radio, it sounds like the most amazing this, place. This and an then you have to go woman. back to it. And she's married to a husband also that's a mathematician. <laughs> and the two, of, the two of them, you know, the, you can put ice cubes in their hands and they will melt in seconds because so much energy is passing through them. Oh, there you go. It's, and this woman I have talked to several times. Mm-hmm. And um, need to get to know this one better. She's got. The Let's get the mathematicians. She had a to wedding. Dinner. She had a wedding in India because she comes from Indian royalty. Four thousand people showed up. You know, what? They, and they those put weddings her on go the on for days. And, they yeah. go on for days. Who is this? And, yeah. yeah, and she's with us. She is among us now. And she won my art last night. I'm, which and was, she turned up to the crock pot cook off thing. Did, was she she was why there. did you go? Who who was the did connection you for you to be there? I thought, well, I, I, you know, when you're new in town, you push yourself to go to these things. Yeah. New in which town? And new in Bovina? Well, no, I live in Hamden. Right, but that's miles away. Well, I was Not coming so up from miles. Westchester, and so, so I... So you heard about it, oh, because you have social media. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And so I went, and it was wonderful. I saw all kinds of people that I've, that I've met and known for a while now, and I was very... I got talking to Siobhan. Yeah, Siobhan, and she's who really prego, just, isn't she? Oh, she looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah she, she can't eat any crockpot stuff. She she she's got a crockpot. Yeah, yeah, she's just a giant yeah. crockpot. No, she's and got a we bun were, cooking in there. We were remarking <laughs> about uh, all the women uh, entrepreneurs in yeah, the yeah. area and yeah. how many of them are cropping up and how yeah. exciting that it's is. It's because women do the work. And, right. uh, 
Who will, who, she, who, she like, for instance, who well, will we her, Look at her. I mean, she's just. Yeah, her lingerie business. I, oh, my I, God. Knickers and bras, like, yeah. endlessly on Instagram. The problem, the, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't take my eyes and off. Now she it. has yeah, to politically explain great, the nudity. Right. Yeah, people yeah. are taking shots at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who's taking shots at that? People are saying less of it? No, people are saying it's inappropriate. Oh, my God. It's so appropriate. Because how can a woman who is a feminist and on the side of women expose women the way she does? It's obviously a double standard. So you know she what? Has that, to explain herself. You know what? That's a good and completely irrelevant point. Yeah, because well, she's so hip, this girl. And the product actually is is just a part of it. Yeah, it's how she the markets herself. Yeah. Well, you know, she was our designer for the Tickler event, the fashion show last right. summer. And, and hats off to that. That really was just knocked it out of the park. Right. She did all that herself. So and she was there I at the crock pot. So who, so who else were we celebrating? The women entrepreneurs. Uh, there was more mentioned. Lynn Reich. <laughs> Well, there's this woman who just, who is a, 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 a costume. Carol Spinelli. Who just opened uh, the liquor store and there was, in Andy's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been? No, but Oh, I, it's totally great. I was just telling Steve yeah, about it. Why did none of you know about well, it? Well, everybody's speaking so highly of her. I thought it was great. Mm. What, both a, of the what two, a great thing to do. And both of the two new liquor stores mm-hmm. are, you know, because they're so well picked over. One yeah. in Delhi and one in Andy's. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of ironic that we've got them both. Having gone, it's the two buses and the two London buses at the same but time. But apparently very different places are here. Very different places, but the actually a lot of shared wines. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the same distributor as mm-hmm. well. But, um, but then there's, okay, Stephanie Theato, who throws the beautiful pots. Incredible. Yeah. And she's, Look at how, she's how elegantly she yeah. presents herself and what she's done with all of these yeah, yeah. restaurants Agreed. and how beautiful. Her, and how she allows her art to be influenced and she's open. I, I think she's. Her, her plates and bowls or whatever are in, that, are yeah. in ASCO. That, that, That's yep. right. That, she, is the, she is the potter. For ASCO that. is like. I as, met yeah, her before, like right she, she, before she moved her uh, store to uh, her studio to Andy's. I met her when she was in the little tiny house in Bovina. Yeah, right. yeah, Charming. yeah. Lee Hollow. Charming. Yeah. And, uh, Which is now uh, occupied by Fifi, who's a wine importer. We had them all. Oh, for, has for she taken that? Uh, they, those guys have taken that yeah, place? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Fifi yeah, yeah. brought over a lot of his wines. Yeah, he's got a bunch of wines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had a great evening uh, with Fifi. I then love that have, name. Then you have Nini, of course. And then Nini Overdini. Yeah. Uh, Who I'm convinced is wearing a pinstripe under all of her uh, wardrobe because she is a also a businesswoman. This she year. is a businesswoman. She's, no, she's very got things a yeah. She's an ideal. Yeah. And so, I admire her tremendously. Um, Helen, you are starting to rack it up, and you're right. There are these powerful, smart, and who doesn't want to be women. in the presence of these women? Look at this other woman, yeah. um, Nicole uh, Day. Yeah, oh, is, she's is hitting it hard. Up. She's got the who? Catskill Harvest. Yeah, and then um, she's going to be opening the place in the old Andel Inn. Oh, the Andel Inn. And she's spearheaded that. That place needed someone to come in and do something. Well, I think she's going to. That's be been like the Mary Celeste for yeah. the, the last she's ten big years. Plans. And then you just step off that and you've got Lee Melander at Spillian oh. who's who has done some instrumentally big things in, in uh, taking who we Brilliant. are, our Brilliant. trout traditions yep. and turning it into a what will become an international festival and we'll she's be, passionate about and she is passionate so many things. and articulate and, all that and then we've got Joan Lawrence Bauer that that woman who just bought out the Catskill Mountain Noose who um, is probably the most energetic human being up here and what about Lisa Wisely? Look and at her. Lisa Wisely wow. with the Blue Spark Creative. Doing? And then Sonia Janiszewski, who yep. runs the Livestock Foundation. Yep. Oh Charming my God. girl. You know, you're right. Yep. The, the yep. carpet she is literally. She came driving up uh, to Hamden and handed me a big 
bag of books that are on my list to read. You're going to be part of our book club. I'm going to be. I'm living here, I am, so I should know a little uh, bit about what's going I'm on, for God's sake. I'm hosting a book sake. club, an ag book club, and our first book's coming up in a Wait, few weeks. So the truth is, the men in the Catskills are a bunch of lame asses, yeah? Pretty much. Oh, my God, it's yeah. all the women. I think that It's the, like an Amazon tribe thing going on. Exciting, or whatever. I yeah. think. Yeah. You know, that really should Maybe be, we should that, leave. That should be the going forward theme. Of the Catskills uh, right. is the idea of these powerful, smart, attractive women that right. are basically lifting this, lifting us up from Taylor. the ruins yeah. of uh, the old days and remaking us yeah. in the image of yeah, refashioning us in strength, in, the, in their beauty, own image, uh, perseverance, tenacity, and fine craft and art and wiggle. Yeah, Don't forget the well, you know, part. women being women. I mean, that's just how it should always been, it's, and how well, it is. Well, why is it it haven't been recognized? What? Well, that's what wh- we had to what's work that to whole do. Thing well, that's about changing the, everybody's mind. And, and it's women. changing quickly. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, uh, and everybody's are, having babies in the middle of it, which is pretty yeah. darn cool. And Sonia Janishev. Who's having babies? Having only babies. Siobhan is having babies. Siobhan's having babies. She's the only Siobhan. one. Maybe yeah, she's going to have babies for all of us. Is there only one in there, or is there multiple? Is she going to be like a? She's going to be like a frog. There's going to be a thousand tadpoles all over the. Maybe, you know, down the sidewalks. I think they're pretty excited. There's a lot of fertility happening up here in these hills because we've got all these farm animals that set the bar very high. Yeah, you know, and and they have multiple babies or farm animals. Yeah, there's only so much of that I can take. Do you think that these women are competitive, or are they just true? To themselves, and uh, they, and it flows out. What, what, is I, think, the mo- I think the latter. I think, and I yeah. also think uh, that there's possibility up here. People are asking for grants and actually getting them. They are. There's a lot of money flowing. And if you into look into area, it, and good. that's pretty inspiring. Tiana. Tiana. Yeah. Tiana yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. Is another one of these very very powerful forces of nature. Yeah. That's making it happen. Wow. The, you know, the more we think. Inez. About it, and Inez, Jesus, Inez Volk. It's so true. Look at her, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And then, Beautiful. of course, at Brushland, the power behind all of that is Sarah. Right. You know, all that Sohill does is cook. Sarah, yeah. completely. Well, Sohill, so, Sohill's also the beautiful face of it. Well, they're both beautiful faces, <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> But they're both attractive. It's like yeah. when you were there at Table on Ten, you were the beautiful. I, yeah, male, totally, so yeah, yeah. I know what I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody talks. Everybody talks about that face. Yeah, 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 yeah. A beacon. Well, it's because you know you become because more it's red. <laughs> I think <laughs> bright red and glowing. Two weeks ago, when you walked in, it looked like you had been eating the bark. And you had been with Evan the Forager. I had. It's really beautifying. Well, the thing that you notice, yeah, no, I've noticed that. The uh, raw diet. During the winter in here, uh, during the winter up here, when you're full-time up here, you can move between the age that you are and an age that's like 40 years older than you are. You can, when you look in the mirror each day, you're like, oh, my God, like father time. And that's the the cat skills? Yeah, maybe that's just an age you hit, but it is exacerbated by, uh, by the cat skills. Okay, um, uh, get this. You're, we're broadcasting live from Montenegro right now because you're listening to WIX Community Radio, which you can receive through your smart device at WIOXradio.org. We are live and local. All of the divergent and wildly interesting voices in the Catskills are coming to you on 91.3 FM or MTC Cable Channel 20. Um, this is the evening tickler. And... Um, we're not exploring anything so far 
that will cause you to run out of the room screaming or write a letter to the FTC or FCC. What is it, FCC? (laughs) Um, So I think, and we haven't gotten any calls uh, telling us that we're off track. To stop swearing. But it could happen. All you have to do... All you have to do is this. WIOX is supported by the Catskill Mountain News, delivering news, features, arts, entertainment, and sports weekly since 1863. Available on newsstands by subscription or online at CatskillMountainNews.com. Catskill Mountain News, intensely local, uniquely personal. WIOX is supported by Home Goods of Margaretville, corner of Main and Bridge Streets in Margaretville, New York, offering professional and at-home chefs in the central Catskills region, cooking basics and tools of the trade. Home Goods carries Cuisinart, KitchenAid, All Clad, Local Pottery, and more. Open seven days a week, 845-586-4177 or hgom.net. However you can get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you hello. Know, the best thing in the world about having dinner here and conversation is yeah, to yeah, poke Steve. each other and to, you know, there, the necessity of becoming aware is correlated to a little bit of pain because unless you're slapped, so to speak, um, you really don't get on the program. And one of the things that Julian does so well is he's a slapper. He's, he'll, he'll, and with that little grin on his face, right? And he, it doesn't hurt so much. It's just it makes a noise and gets your attention. Well, you know what? So the let's job, do some slapping. Well, the job is a little bit, I think. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you were saying off air, that little thing of like, wait, do you, you know, being cynical about the whole scene up mm-hmm. here or whatever? And, and do you really believe that? And, you know, a part of, of course, a part of you, uh, you know, belongs to that. But this scene, as it is evangelized, you know, one of the reasons when we started to have these conversations is you feel... A lot of people come around here and they do evangelize this whole scene. They, there is that whole... And there does need to be voices in the middle being like, really? So to at least prod people and say, well, why are you saying that? Are you saying that because, you, because it means something? Because or they want to believe in something bigger than right, themselves. Right, right. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, authentic. Yeah, just to say, like, why are you saying that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily something you that you're saying. On that yeah, just a little bit of a... Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't No, I haven't taken on any major role... But a little bit of the well, conscience. Yes, you have. Don't. No, but a little bit of the conscience of being like, wait, just justify the the giddiness. Why yeah, would yeah, 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 Why I, would I, you I, get go cynical year. about that phenomenon? Well, you know, I don't even agree with the word cynical. I think I think having a skeptical viewpoint, having somebody who's like, yeah. wait, if we're all outside of Russell stores and store, and we're all hugging each other on Sunday morning, and then we hug each other even harder, and then we high-five each other for even existing and yeah. uh, being here, and yeah, we're yeah. the luckiest people on the whole planet yeah, yeah. or whatever, right. somebody needs to raise a finger and be like, well, well wait, why? Going, I, or, I, yeah, I but somebody also needs to call out why that's happening and, yeah. and, and where yeah. it goes, because yeah. without that, even though you know it is a little cloying and it is a little bit false. Well, it's a little childish. Edges, well, no, it's a little too sweet. 
you know, it's a little saccharine. But what right. happens with that is it becomes, for all of the misuse of the exuberance, it becomes a shared experience. And without that, we will not attract more people and we will not become that name and that brand, whether we want it or not. Well, we are a brand, don't we? We, we? we are, are It is now a brand. Yeah. And that happens. That comes with it because people will always invent the ritual that connects them. Mm. And that's what we see, which is, ich, you know, like mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, my goodness. Okay. Sure. But that, that's an interesting thing, though, because we are a brand, but we're largely a brand for this a thing that's going on right now. We're largely a brand for the outside, for, for, for the weekenders. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. an amazing thing that's happened up here yeah, since yeah. I've been here. In the beginning, it was just us. Yeah. And the weekenders yeah. who were coming up, it was a secret. Mm-hmm. But now we've got this whole bunch of people who believe in the story of mm-hmm. Delaware County. Mm-hmm. specifically so it's becoming more of a tourist... Yeah, and when they arrive, they arrive with a kind of self-fulfilled. They arrive, you know, because and just with a look in their eyes of like we've arrived, we've arrived in paradise, and they come with that with that kind of giddy thing. And I do wonder a little bit whether it's partly our job in terms of whipping each other up (laughs) to do the pageant. We're like the workers in Disneyland. Uh Disneyland, it's like put your Pluto (laughs) suit on, put your whatever, (laughs) and get out there (laughs) because it's not for us. Right. Yeah. We don't need to keep saying to each other, us full-timers, we don't need to meet each other in Russell's in the morning and be like, congratulations on living here another day. But that makes it so much more delicious, actually, when somebody comes to the farm stand from off with the expectation that they are in front of a real farmer. Mm-hmm. And and then I can play that. And it's it's wonderful because without that, the theater that I performed then doesn't really hit the way it does. For example... Um, uh, I'll be talking about why the vegetables taste good. And the, excuse me, please. And I'll, my hand will wander down my pants, and I'll start to scratch. Mm-hmm. And I'll and then I'll explain. You know, there's a lot of sweat and the real work. Yeah. And I apologize for this behavior, but it just comes with it's the trait. And and to sit there <laughs> but that's and pageantry it, too. Yeah, it, it of course it's pageantry. But what fun that is to sure. have an audience. No, I and, mean, and to play that funny. To play variations it's totally on the it's cliche. It's totally true. We used to sit at the, um, at the picnic tables outside of Table on 10 when the shift was over, and the people who had come, who were staying in the Airbnbs there, mm. would then have the opportunity to see, like, how the locals actually talk. Actually, it was like a hey. Tom, Thomas Hardy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they would come yeah. over and be like, can we get can a beer or whatever? And, like, be but even that's you? a performance. But doesn't it sort of remind you, uh, just for, in bits and pieces, of how you may have felt now and then? Well, I well, never so felt that. That's a good reminder. I never, well, well, that's no. because you are rare and unique. I have most felt, of us did. I never felt that about here. I, I mean, I do feel that in other places. I recognize that my search for authenticity, mm-hmm. you know, like if I'm traveling through a part of Italy or something mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. and I bump into something Delaware County-like where, and I'll do the same thing. I'll post it even on Facebook or Instagram being like, you know what, we hung out after all the other people had gone to bed with just the farmer, his friend, or whatever, and the scratching down the front of the trousers mm-hmm. just, just, just augments the yeah. authenticity and makes you feel like, I even saw him scratching down the front of his trousers. <laughs> yeah. You know, so everything. It's like you could go and you could, you, could, you could literally walk away from the picnic tables and take a dump in the bushes, and people would be like, Right. Cool. Yeah. Right. He's, he's yeah. Of course, oh. he needed to. He needed point. to go. Yeah. And that was like that's, that's so country, authentic. Man. Yeah. And gave us permission. I mean, you to can do, do anything yeah. you like. <laughs> just, just. And suddenly there's a movement, Yikes. so right. to speak. Right. Right. Uh, right. But Help. okay, so uh, Helen, 
when you raise that empathy issue of, well, didn't, didn't you ever feel that way that you wanted to become and didn't you yearn for becoming part of something? Julian Hints spends in, time in, in Italy yeah. and he's been mistaken for a very famous Italian uh, director. And, <laughs> and when that get, when you get called out for that, you must there must be something interesting. That oh, my God. Wait, none of us being, are being so embraced by none of us are so over the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm as abjectly yeah. um, available for for false flattery as anybody else of course <laughs> right, yeah. of course you oh, are it's delicious isn't oh my it? god of course right. i mean uh, who would you be you'd have to be so arid back if you really compliment. took every piece of that of course mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but you know i would say that you know i didn't come here you know for me in those early days we had a we had our own scene up on the hill of people and i wasn't looking to mm -hmm. belong to anything bigger than the than the kind of storyline that I that well, I, I think had. everybody has their own storyline running through it, of right. course. And I think, uh, you know, how naive you are um, if, if you think of what you're seeing is actually yeah. completely authentic. I mean, well, I think know. one of the things that's changed, like when we were on top of the hill doing our, our own scene and then popping down to the village and it was friends and friends coming up from the city mm -hmm. and friends coming from other people to be part of that scene, I think the difference is there was no commercial aspect to it. Mm. What's happened in the last um, five, six years is people have realized I, I could, I, I I could capitalize upon yeah, that. Yeah. I could actually evangelize this scene to a broader Inevitable, thing. Inevitable, wherever you are. And then you're, you then you're selling your own storyline. Yeah. Because the storyline in the beginning was just what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And then you start, as we're all, one thing we've established from having these dinners that we do together or whatever is that nearly everybody up here is a refugee from marketing. In one way or another. Surprise, surprise. Nearly everybody. Not at all. Nearly everybody. Yeah, I think it's has, very obvious. Yeah. Has been in the business of mm -hmm. trying to gather yeah. an audience. And so they can't take their eyes off the prize. So even when you're standing out there, when you've said, like, I'm just going to move up here and deal with my own chickens. Mm -hmm. As you're moving those chickens around, you're like, this would look good. This yeah. is like, yeah, you're, you're, you're inside and outside. Some people just do it. Like the Dysonroths or whatever, making their milk or making milk. If we were doing that, what they're doing, we would also have uh, our own imaginative camera on ourselves being mm -hmm. like, this looks pretty good, yeah. this milk thing I'm doing. And that's us. And then we decided to market it. Yeah, the camera can be very at. kind and, and kind of uh, dampening the rough, ugly edges. And there are many up here. I mean, when you live up here, it's rough. Um, and there's no two ways about it. The, uh, the habitat, um, uh, our conditions in terms of this horrific season called winter which is eight months of the year um, <laughs> the isolation um, the certain madness that comes from that it's rough and it takes its toll funny enough that the isolation uh, i don't sense that at all up here yeah i mean i i, I you can that's because you keep running away yeah and that's because Maybe you not. have 17 people living inside of you which helps <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean you just walk up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because i don't know i have found that 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 you can be well, you, you make people all over the place. Ellen, here, you all walk the time. into a room and you immediately have uh, friends. You make friends and you find the friends that you have. You're, you're that kind of a person. Well, I push myself, but um, I found it. I hear I thought I was going to come to a little retreat and be by myself and figure out, you know, oh, no. what next and all of that. Oh my God, no, there's more people in my yet. life than yeah, I've yeah. had for years. Yeah. But you know, delightful. one of the things about you that's I think very different uh, than Julian and, and myself is that you do keep your powder dry. You you do you 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 keep yourself um, 
people come into you and and um and and they have to work at it a little bit and 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 then when Mm. they find your secret out it's extremely precious um julian and i are kind of slutty we we just like throw it out there that's true you know banana peels we're throwing it out we want people to slip Mm. on our stuff Mm. and uh and laugh and the truth of that is that you... Uh, How nice is that, though, to come by that? Well, no, the truth of that is that you have a much sl- slower burn and longer burn yeah, yeah. in the soap opera. Yeah. Because yeah, we because walk in on day one and our appetite for attention uh, means that... How much do someone like me envies to be have a little bit of that, which you two are, what you've just described, how nice that would be. The appetite for attention? To have a little more uh, ease, how, how nice that is. It's, it kind of slides off easily. Why? You feel awkward? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of ease no, are we talking example, about? For like, example, like when you see someone like Lima Lander. Oh, my God. Her it's confidence? Just, uh, it's, oh, she's tender inside like the rest of us. Right, but she's but very... She just has this she's very present, her, and it's wonderful. Yeah. And it's supported with her... Uh, as I said, her passion and her and her education and her and her wonder, you know, she's got a real. But yeah. don't you think all of us, by just putting our hand out with the gifts that we have, have a world that will receive that and and take it, and and we can yes. be that sort of person that, as Lee is quite naturally, uh, received, embraced, and furthered along. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that. As Julian described, people coming up here and doing the the high fi- the the first phase of trying to belong is all of that really superficial farce, that one dimensional high five hugs, you know, isn't it wonderful? Mm-hmm. But but they want to get right behind that, which is um, the conversations and the time spent, and uh, and the emotions that come through shared experience. And that is the track, hopefully, that everybody's on in the world. But hopefully up here, it won't stay a one-dimensional farce. Mm-hmm. But it'll be people like you who have a lot to give and, and a lot of heart and um, that, that open it up and let people into the kimono and see what's going on that will continue to make this silly brand something that's less than – a destination place, but a place that for some odd reason attracts some really interesting people that are true and sincere. That's not going to change. I mean, this is a destination place, but it's never going to be shallow because the, uh, because the cast that is, because the, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if we are doing the pageantry, who are, the people who are putting on the Pluto costumes or whatever are actually a, a kind of amazing bunch of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a weird change for us all to be... Uh, and it takes to time. have the lights turned on. Yeah. It, is, it is so strange because we were, we were dark for a long time, yeah. so to speak. A long time. We just right. had our own little storyline, yeah. And, uh, and then the lights... And it, but we, don't, uh, we still haven't quite adjusted to what it's like to see ourselves with no clothes on in the light. Well, we don't take ourselves very seriously, that's for sure. Or, or we take you ourselves far too seriously. Or just the opposite. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. If we started to make money at it, maybe we would see it differently. <laughs> We're just those silly fools. It. We are the town idiots that stumble around that people point at and go, uh, I've heard about him. And no. I, as a matter of fact, I there was watching so, a Netflix series and I saw people that looked like them. You know, they that, all, that kind of thing. Goes we on. all are. We could, we could sit... Mark here, Siobhan here, Taylor, we could sit all those people here and everybody would also uh, would claim the role of village idiot in yeah. one way or another. We well, all feel I, like I, we are. I, I'm not 
I don't claim it. I walk the walk. <laughs> no. um, You've got plenty of competition. They, they say that um, when you get to a certain age that everybody you meet reminds you of somebody else, that there are only 40 type character oh, types so in true. the world. And we have that now. We've hit that critical mass where our, the 40 characters are here. Yeah. And you can bring anybody in the world in, yeah. and they're going to recognize mm -hmm. yeah. they, They're going to recognize their culture mm -hmm. put here. Oh, we, no. We've hit that point. Wouldn't that be beautiful if we had a list of names, and each new person who walked in the room, we had to be like, Dave. <laughs> or like, <laughs> That's Sally. such a great oh, idea. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Well, it is. That, would, on, that, that would be like a Shirley Jackson, the lottery, where, where <laughs> once a year we would walk all of the new people down Main yeah. Street. Dave, we would Pete, sit at a, Gary. We, we would sit at like a review table. Yeah. <laughs> And we would call that out. That yeah. would be so much. Oh my fun. god! But it's so true. It's even true I of think people's I saw physicality. This in the Twilight Zone. Once. Yeah. Oh really? It, it it's something like of a, a version of that. Well, it's an, it's an established point. There and you had to, that and, and you were called up, and you had to kind of slip into either this. It was actually you're down like, to two. You, are you a Bob you or are you one a, of these yeah. or one of these? Yeah. yeah. Even and there was one silly fellow person who rejected the idea. Right. Oh. And, but right. everybody, everybody else was happy to. Right. Into one of the, oh my God. Even physicality. Right. Well, that's how it's. What do you mean? Are you going to are you going to start to talk inappropriately? No, no, no. Even mm -hmm. even shapes of faces or whatever. You're like a Dave Mouse. Exactly. No, that, uh, like a Steve nose. That uh, is a uh, Pete eye or whatever. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all just shapes yeah. out that way. Yeah. There's just not that much variation there. Yeah. With all of this mutation and the ways that DNA can go, yeah. you look like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. None we of us are that original, are we? It's it's Ellen or Steve or Julian or Ollie or Sarah, yeah. you know. And um but those reminders are necessary for us uh, to feel comfortable and at home. And it's an easy way out. But we're we're starting to see that up. You know, maybe the only thing that separates us, maybe we do all start out with relatively pure chromosomes of the different types that we are. And the only thing that makes us different from each other is the um the quality of our damage. Well, the quality uh, of our damage. Okay, so I would take it this way, and Ellen, <laughs> then I want you to pick it up. The quality of our damage. When we get damaged, um, if you will, think of ourselves as well. Being we get uniquely beat up, damaged, yeah. But being beat up until our features become putty-like, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they get remade, right? They get remade into shapes that um, that become these archetypes. Right. And we come, I think a lot of people from marketing come up here really beat up. We've had some people on the show that came here because they needed to heal. Their Ruins. lives were Ruins. so awful. <laughs> they were so broken. <laughs> so broken. You know and, who you are. And, yes, we're talking to all of our previous <laughs> we guests. And we're also previous guests we have. Also talking to ourselves. <laughs> and then um, the vapors in the water up here start to firm it up. And and the and then you look in the mirror and you see this new shape happening that makes sense and is true, and and you take that first step out of your door, your old door, your broken self, mm. into this new world, and people see that new face and they embrace it because they recognize you walking the path that they had to walk. I think there's a lot of that unspoken sort of, yes. we have come and we have, we were broken and we have remade and here we are now anew to take a step together in making a new life kind of thing. That Interesting. Yeah. And my um, experience has been, I've had a, a few occasions up here where I was selling my jewelry uh, and 
both both times, the people were so receptive and so respectful and so easy and genuine that I was I was kind of had this look of it's really that easy. It was just because you're so used to doing it down in Westchester, and, and it's very different there. Oh my God! It was just so much more. Okay, but which one is more honest? Here. Oh yeah. No, my my experience. I was I was. It's certainly more positive. Yeah. Does that make it more honest? Pleasantly. You just like it more. Uh, no, I think it was more honest. Was this is what I have to offer? I want this. Well, what are we going to work out with the prices? Bang! It's over. Write you a check. Yes, and you go home. Wonderful. Right. Um, have you? Who found the hell am I? I mean, I just—they don't know who I am or where I came from. I mean, they're just—they open the door. Wonderful, right. really nice. Uh, and not the case in Westchester. That's uh, a different. It's. it's How's it there? Tell us about the difference in you putting. Why are you there? Why don't you just leave completely and come here in Westchester? I'm sorry. <laughs> the difference in the in in how you are perceived in Westchester versus. Oh God, here. Steve. I don't how does it work? Well. Uh, as I spoke to uh, somebody that I've met up here who's had her, her, her life up here and her children and her marriage for 17 years, her experience up here is completely different than mine due to, I, I said to her, you've been here for 17 years. You raise your children up here. I walk in and say, well, you know, maybe you should rethink this or do this differently. It's so easy for someone like me. Um, and I think that would be true for anybody who walks into your life and you've been living there as a parent and a but you feel you're perceived differently up here than how you are in Westchester. Only that people don't know anything about me, which oh, is so actually that's, very nice. So that's what the perception is, that you're, oh, you're, so it's you're not a mystery. About, it's not about necessarily the Catskills. It's about that you are just a stranger in a strange place. And so you have, you're given a... You're enjoying being an card. enigma. Yeah. You're enjoying that. The, the mystery of you carries the, the product forward. And you could do I'm that anywhere. It. It's just, it's, I'm enjoying. We're the insisting change. this is some form of narcissism that's going on <laughs> <laughs> because we can't process information it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've been uh, pleasantly surprised you're over not, and over again. So you're not the obsessive center oh. of your own universe, then. You actually. I, I, what a dismal idea, but right. aren't we all struggling with that, not to be the, the center of the universe? It's a dismal idea. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, well, I know it is because I am it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's, when hard, you, it's hard to live with. As, day when, in, when day you, out. It's confrontational oh, when God. you're doing meditation God, and I'm you're so doing yoga and, 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 you know, the Stick ego and all these things. Knitting needles at my urethra. You know, like, exhausting. So it is, it's a dismal, endless treadmill of, uh, <laughs> of, creating, <laughs> of creating something and then looking for somebody to recognize it. And then in the recognition, feeling that it's an affirmation of yourself. Right, it's endless that you go through that. No, and actually, stepping aside from yourself, you actually bring out the best product. I, I'm finding, I think. When you lose yourself when in your work. St- well, you, 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 what do you uh, mean by that? Well, I mean by uh, disassociating yourself with the product. Once you've gotten this thing out, of how do you do the that? Product is in front of that you. you disassociating yourself from it. You mean and like just selling this, your child? Just look at it. You know? Yeah. Wait. So you. Huh. So you recognize that you. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's important to do that. Have you talked to other women about? Is this a measure of success in terms of ultimately selling yourself? My. Wait a minute. What? Wait. 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 Well, what I'm wondering is if is is this a gender way of looking at what you create 
Okay, no. and you create jewelry, and then disassociating yourself from it so that you can be more successful in selling it. Is that the way that works? So that you can be more insightful about what the product is that or just you brought more out there. Really? Or just I mean, more if honest. You don't, if you don't uh, remove yourself from it after you've finished it and created it and put it out there, then, then you'll take all kinds of, you know, you'll take offense if someone doesn't right. like it. Oh, right. I, oh, so it. boring. This totally one worst. likes it. This person uh, yeah, doesn't. No, totally. It's yeah, worth totally this amount understood. of money. Yeah. It's, I mean, what the, I mean yeah, yeah. remove yourself yeah, yeah. from that so you can get a more accurate picture of what yeah. this is. And if you want to go on with it, improve it. Have you been successful in, in, in life to, <laughs> to step aside from yourself and look at it critically that way? I think it's important to do it all yeah, times. Yeah. Oh my and God! I, and, and am I successful? At it? I'm struggling with it. Struggle with it at all times. It's yeah. absolutely I mean, a lot. Yeah. No, it's, but it's I think it's an do. important thing to do. Yeah. Well, I think it's critical, yeah. but but it's. Uh, I mean, if you're stuck in so thinking, hard. Well, if, well, isn't everything that's worthwhile, right? I mean, if you're stuck in the idea that what you're thinking about yourself is the reality of what you are, then what a dungeon! Well, you know how that works. Is the one you've the one that, the one way that I've recognized that works is time is time hmm. is. If you could do that quickly to the work, if you've just written something and you were able to look at it after you'd, after you'd spewed it out mm-hmm. with the benefit of how I look back. If I've written something, I look back in a year and I'm like, I can remember the version of me at the point mm-hmm. where I wrote it. And thinking, you're probably extremely critical. Right? At the time. No, yeah. at the time oh, I was like, I'm the smartest guy in the oh, world sure, sure. or whatever. But then a year later. A year later, oh, I'm God. like, who is this revolting guy who oh, wrote yeah. this thing? Just disgusting yeah. human being. And I'm like, man, if but I you're could. still attached to it. No, but if I could reduce the time limit. So I, it took me, I could just walk once around the house, have a cup of tea, have a glass of wine, come back down and look at it mm-hmm. with the benefit. Then my writing would be so much better. Yeah. Because unfortunately it gets out into the world. Right. Before I have time well, maybe you to realize it's a load quickly. of gub- gubbins. Maybe wait a minute before you put it out there. I know, but uh, but the urge for because, affirmation is oh, so strong. Yeah, well, we all get You know, like yeah, I just said it. I just said it. I once I wanted to, yeah. No, we all have that. But, the, but I think... Uh, what you could do is you could put everything you write into a bag, and then you would have the writing that you had from six months ago to release tomorrow. <laughs> and then it would have had the benefit of time. You know, if we didn't put it straight out. I yeah. think one of the most important things to learn as an artist is to, I mean, I, I, I'll redo something 150 million. I, I, well, let me not exaggerate, but I have a piece I'm working on and I'll redo it and redo it and redo it and come back the next day and redo it and redo it and, it keep getting, and people say, you know, what are you doing? This Does is that fun. improve it or the distillation process? And I, what I, what I was, uh, what I was thinking, what I think is an important lesson that I finally learned, I think I must have learned it, I should have learned it long ago, is to, the ability to stand up and walk away and put it down. Oh, absolutely. And then come back. Oh, my God. The and first all your problems are solved. I mean, generally, most of the time, all the problems you had in it, and it wouldn't work and it wouldn't work, have just resolved. First draft is always so much. When you come back to a first draft you did... But I'm not even talking about the first draft. I'm talking about after you've redone it several times. Right, but the first draft, the if you ever can still find away. the first draft, the yeah. freshness and the honesty yes. of it, oh, you're yeah. like, where did I lose that? I, yeah, gra- yeah. I milled it down yeah, yeah. into this pretentious... Yeah. I oh, love yeah. this. I love the, the two yeah. of you have, have once again proofed out what the Evening Tickler is all about, <laughs> which is this. We begin this hour walking into a room which is filled with dust and garbage and we blow and we kick and by the (laughs) end of it there is that standing diamond that we have discovered and right now we're just getting into the core and the beauty 
of what we have for an hour been struggling for and it's over mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. we what have gotten happens. to that point and we have to leave which is the story of life we want to remind <laughs> you that you struggle your entire life to get to a point where there's meaning and purpose and once you get there you don't have time to really explore and live in it which is the story of the evening tickler once again we want to thank you tonight Ellen, because you represent that diamond that we kicked oh, around Steve. and blew on until we me. finally found it. And, uh, and Steve and Julian are, are, are blessed to have you here. And, uh, and, and we're blessed to have the, the, the light out the window right now. Yeah. As uh, Captain yeah. Trips behind yep. me. Uh, I can feel him struggling to <laughs> think. You're a diamond in the rough. Captain Trips is carbon right now, a big yeah. chunk of coal needs, under pressure. Yeah, we need to compress him, and then by the end of his show, he'll be compressed into a diamond. And so, uh, yeah, Ellen. Well, Crawford. thank you both. Very nice. Ellen Crawford's jewelry. Uh, <laughs> Ellen Crawford can be reached at ellencrawford.com. Where, where Ellen Crawford Designs.com. Ellen Crawford Designs.com. You'll find uh, the sincerity and the. Um, the explorations that she's put into her life and her jewelry. We own a good deal of it, and it's important stuff. Uh, yeah, like that. There are people going hungry far away. They got nothing you're filling your fat face with every different kind of cake. If you ever go loudy or go lame, I will drop you straight away. Well, that's a chance you're gonna take for every stupid thing you say. There are people going lonely and they'll stay only far into the year. Cause you make him blink as fashionable And passionately you'll say All is equal in love and war And I'm sorry But I got some things to do And you pretend to 